Hey friends, it's Pastor Jason. Thank you so much for listening to The Daily Hit. You can get all of this content and more at jasonjohncowart.com. Be sure to follow and share this with your friends. Let's jump into today's verse. In light of the fact that we just celebrated Independence Day yesterday, uh, I thought it might be good for us to hit a freedom verse today. And so the one I chose today is Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. It says this, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Um, This specific verse is, it's always been interesting to me because it says, For freedom Christ has set us free. And it's like, it's one of those situations where, you're kind of defining a thing with the word. Um, it's like, so what is a car? Well, a car is a car. You know, it's like, well, why did Christ set us free? So we could be free, but why? For freedom, but but why? But so we, dude, so we could be free. You really have to look a little bit deeper and a little bit closer, and, and especially you have to look at the context of what's going on here, because a lot of people would look at this verse and say, well, the Bible's telling us that God has set us free for the purpose of us being free, and that we need to stand firm and don't go back into slavery of sin, yada, yada, yada. Um, let me, let me kind of push back on that a little bit, because that's not really what it's talking about. And again, you have to look at the the context to get all of this. And I actually think this is more along the lines of talking to people who are already saved, who are experiencing pressure from those around them to adapt specific Christian traditions and rituals in order to maintain their salvation. Now, we think this was a first century situation because, you know, you had a lot of Gentiles coming into this new Christianity that was born out of Judaism. And so we see in verse two here, Paul goes right into talking about circumcision. Well, the the big argument was, do do the Gentiles that are coming in have to be circumcised? Well, I mean, Paul says, look, it's no advantage to you. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to keep the entirety of the law, every little jot and tittle anymore. And I even know that might be a little controversial, but just go read what Paul says in the next few verses. I mean, I mean, look at verse six for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. So Paul tells right there, like all the rules in the law, Hey, come on. You don't have to do all that if you're a Gentile. So what's Paul saying in verse one that he's saying, look, Jesus set you free for the purpose of you being free. He wants you to be free from all of these things. So don't go jumping back into the yoke of slavery. And he's not talking about sin. He's talking about tradition. Now, the reason I mentioned the first century and all that kind of stuff is because a lot of times we can see ourselves removed from all of that. But I'm telling you right now, there are plenty of traditions that are alive and well in church right now that a lot of church people try to put on new converts, new believers, and they can't possibly keep up with it all. There are plenty of rules and regulations built and born upon tradition and people's ideologies that are not actually biblical, that people are forced into in order to, quote, be the Christian they're supposed to be, end quote. I mean, my goodness, there are some beliefs in charismatic Christianity that if you don't do certain things, then you're not even saved. You're not even going to heaven. You're not even a Christian. So they've made a confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, but because they haven't done a series of other things that fit in with the tradition of that specific denomination, all of a sudden they're not saved anymore. Tell me how that's not a yoke of slavery. 
I mean, what we're talking about here is, is Judaism that, that got the law from Moses in the wilderness. And then over the course of the hundreds of years until Jesus got there, what happened was that the rabbis would build regulation upon regulation upon regulation, traditions and ideologies, and, and all of them were designed to try to keep people from breaking the law. So they would, they would say, okay, if, if we don't want to break this specific law, what we're going to do is we're going to create these other laws so you don't break the law that you're not supposed to break. So for instance, if you can't have two foods touching each other on the same plate, then we're going to create a whole new regulation that says you're not allowed to have these certain foods on the same plate together. And if you break that specific law about what foods are on the plate, you've broken the regulation, but you actually haven't broken the law. But, but you would be chastised for breaking the regulation, even though you didn't break the law. This happens in Christianity today. So I'm telling you, we've got to be really, really careful about our traditions and about our rituals because a lot of times those traditions and rituals are not people-focused. They don't have people in mind. They don't have people as the priority. And whenever those traditions and rituals begin to hurt people, I'm telling you, they stand counter to what God has for us, and that's freedom for the sake of freedom so that we don't submit again to a yoke of slavery. One of the healthiest things that ever happened to me was I went to a college where they said, we're going to take everything you've ever learned about faith and we're going to dash it against the rocks of the word of God. And what survives is what you take with you. I'm telling you, you have to do this on a daily basis because you want to be sure that you're walking in freedom, not tied up again to some yoke of slavery born out of tradition or ritual from a denomination. I'm not trying to bust on denominations. I'm not trying to bust on tradition or ritual. I think there's a place for all of them, but they need to be in their proper place and not creating another yoke of slavery for us to fall into. Jesus wants us free. You be free. And that means you might need to evaluate what you've believed your whole entire life to make sure it's biblical. God wants us walking in freedom. So we need to make sure that there's nothing hindering us from walking in the freedom that he died to give us. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions or comments, maybe a verse recommendation, I'd love to hear those. Or if you want to financially support this podcast, visit jasonjohncowart.com. And if you're in the Northeast Houston area and you're looking for a great church home, we'd love to have you at Freedom. Visit freedomdl.com for more information.